Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Personal Growth Fridays. Each and every week I try to mix it up, uh, a combination of just being stuck with little old me, with having some awesome guests on, and especially with the guests I like to mix it up as well. Now everyone, or quite a lot of the people I've spoken to so far, have been kind of in the, the sales world or something like that. I know we had Tom on, who was a bit of a fitness freak, um, but I thought I'd kind of mix it up a little bit and get someone a bit outside of the normal remit. Um, so I'm actually joined by the wonderful Sophie today. Sophie, who are you? Thank you, thanks so much. Um, so I'm a registered nutritional therapist. Um, I actually used to work in tech sales myself. Um, I'm based in London and I see clients for one-on-one -on -one virtual consultations for stuff like, you know, obviously weight loss, but also eating for anxiety, skin conditions, gut health, that kind of thing. I also do talks for businesses on um, workplace wellness as well. And I do quite a bit of writing as well on nutrition. Now, lockdown must have been a, a busy, busy time for you because I think, uh, you know, I, I speak for myself here, I had more chilli heatwave Doritos in those few months than I did in my lifetime. Um, how did, like, lockdown kind of affect the way your, your company come about and, and works? Yeah, so I actually only graduated this summer. So over lockdown, I was studying. Um, so my course was four years. It was part-time but the last year um i basically worked full-time on it so lockdown did give me a good opportunity to work on that um but i'm definitely now that i'm seeing clients i'm definitely seeing kind of the effects of lockdown on people now i think that for a while people were trying to um kind of solve their post-lockdown health woes themselves and then actually sometimes it's better to you know get a little bit of support with it so i'm seeing people who you know everyone's eating patterns all over the place and um, drinking habits as well mm -hmm. sleep and just that underlying chronic stress mm -hmm. which is so damaging um for all parts of our health um so it's uh, it's been really interesting to see but i think people are getting a little bit more motivated now and wanting to get back to normal as it were it's interesting you say about like people coming to you for help now i i i've i've been into fitness and and healthy eating that for like a little while now and I, everyone always says oh, but you could just do it yourself you know like it's, it's like I, I had that tom help me with like a fitness plan sort of thing and everyone's like well you could just google it and then you know just do whatever you want you know if you could technically fix your car if it was broken but you still go to a mechanic to fix it. You know, like you, you could you could do all these things. It's like they say, you, you could run without running trainers. Makes it a lot fucking easier to run with running trainers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up because I was thinking about it the other day. It's this whole kind of disregard to investing in your well-being mm -hmm. and in yourself. Whereas, uh, you know, people are just, I remember when I used to work in um, tech and I used to uh, pay for a Virgin Active membership which I think was like £100 a month. And some of my some of my colleagues would say to me, oh gosh, I can't believe you spend that much mm. on your gym membership. Like, absolutely ridiculous, minus £20. I was like, okay, how often do you go to the gym, to yeah. a £20 gym? They said, oh, I haven't been in three weeks. I said, okay, case in point. Um, and, you know, then they'll go out on the weekend and spend £150 on mm. G&Ts for one night. And it's all about what you prioritise. In terms of the whole DIY aspect, Look, yes, 
you can read lots of conflicting news articles that are extremely confusing. Yeah. You know, one day fat is the devil, the next fat is important, one day it's keto, one day it's not. Uh, you can also, uh, you know, look on social media for advice, it's not going to be the best. Um, I mean, that's kind of what drove me to study nutrition. I just felt like I didn't know what to do. Um, mm -hmm. And I had tried fad diets in the past and I just felt like I did not have the knowledge. So that's why I studied for four years. And that's why now I can bring people up to speed very quickly. And, you know, I like to invest um, with the experts. So for my website, my nutrition website, yes, I could have done it myself or I could have got someone who's an expert um, in it to do it for me. So I invested in that. Mm -hmm. um, same with kind of my marketing and stuff like that. So I think, you know, I listen to your podcast. Uh oh, it looks like the internet is glitching out. Um, but just to kind of pick up for Sophie while she, she tries to fix her, her Wi-Fi, um, it's a really good point about kind of investing in people that are the experts in something. Like, we spend probably all our lives trying to figure out how exactly we can do something and, you know, and how we could be the best version of that. The truth is, though, there's people who have spent, you know, months, if not years, actually studying and understanding this area. You know, um, I like to think of the, the areas of expertise that I, I work upon are probably like relationship building and, and understanding and relating to, to customers. But that doesn't happen overnight and that's not going to be like a, a natural process. And eventually at times you do need to accept help and go to others. As I said at the start, if you want to learn to swim, you wouldn't just chuck yourself in the middle of the ocean and think, oh yeah, well, I'll, I'll figure it out. You'd go to swimming lessons. You know, if, if you want to understand how to, to cook better, yes, you could do trial and error for absolute months and cook a lot of shit dinners. Or you just go to a cooking class or get a cooking book or get some recipes. There's no shame or issue in actually going elsewhere for, for advice and help. Um, hey, Sophie's back. Sophie, I was basically just kind of continuing on your point about like going to the experts for help. I think you're on mute, by the way. Um, but yeah, I am. Um, yeah, no, I was just... <laughs> that's fine. No, look, it's, it's the modern world. Um, but yeah, no, so it's really interesting to say about you kind of going to the experts for the help and understanding all these different areas. And I completely agree about there being a million and one different diets. It, it's funny, I, I think keto is nonsense, personally. Um, I think, and at the end of the day, for me, it's calories in and calories out. That's like, no matter what you do in life, you know, as long as that is the kind of, people start overlooking that bit and try and look at the temp step before they're actually thinking, right, am I eating too much? You know, like it's a, yeah, although I don't think it is all calories in, calories out. Here we go. Um, obviously, <laughs> sorry, but obviously it's to do with the macronutrients and also all the micronutrients, um, which, you know, when people are uh, particularly on a weight loss journey, often they forget about the micronutrients, the yeah. vitamins, and the minerals. Um, but they are absolutely essential for our health, mm -hmm. and um, even for they can facilitate weight loss as well. So um, sometimes I do see that people have, when people just look at it from the calories in, calories out approach, I think it can sometimes be quite damaging because. Uh, often it means that people are walking around essentially malnourished. Yes, um, But if you're doing calories in, calories out, alongside whole food, mm -hmm. 
lots of veggies approach i think you know that's fine one step at a time uh, but i try to encourage uh clients to kind of step away from that mentality myself i i think as well one of the biggest kind of t- continue what you said is about like volume um so like if you do find yourself over overeating cook food that you can have fucking loads of and it's not much calories you know like or it's and it's quite healthy sort of thing yeah i often encourage um some of my weight loss clients uh and this is just you know this is not going to work for everyone yeah. um, but i often encourage them to make sure that half of their plates are full of non-starchy vegetables yep. so you know the aubergines the courgettes the broccoli the cruciferous veg that kind of thing and that can ensure that you hit a lot of your micronutrient goals mm-hmm. but also as you said the volume fills you up yep. and it's just more satisfying to have a full plate uh especially when you're on on that kind of journey you don't want to be hungry it's not sustainable this is it, it, funny there was a recent post and I've, I've i've known it for a while but now all of a sudden the world seems to be clocking on you know the dominoes the garlic and herb dip the one that oh, is goodness. don't tell me this i used to have that i used to order extra of it at university so, I used this, to order so that, that, don't get me wrong it's fucking delicious it is probably the best bit about dominoes it is unbelievable and I'm, I, I i say all this i bitch about it i eat it every almost every week but, I mean, it's delicious. No, it's, it's it's, just... Yeah, but then the problem is, you know the big pots that they do now? They, oh, yeah. They are just under 700 calories. Oh, my goodness. For just the dip alone. And this is what I say to people. It's about kind of like, what would you rather eat? You know, because I think my, my housemates give me shit because, you know, I'm a bit, throughout the week, I'm, you know, maybe a bit boring. I have, you know, chicken and rice, chicken and pasta, something where it's like I can get veg, I can get carbs, and I can get, you know, my protein source. But then I say to them, like, so, you know, one of them will have this Domino's or something, and that dip is probably more calories than my my whole plate of lunch. So I say to them, because they're like, you're a pig, like, you eat, like, because I eat, you know, silly amounts per day. And I'm like, but I, I choose what I eat so that I can eat fucking loads of it, like. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Oh, gosh, that just blows my mind that that's 700 calories. But <laughs> sad, at the same time, it? It yeah, but at the same time, it doesn't really surprise me. It's like people do need to be... I don't believe that people should constantly be watching their calories. I don't think that's mm-hmm. healthy. I do not advise that in, in clinic at all. I don't advise measuring or whatever. Um, but I do think it's good for at the start of a health journey, if you've never paid any attention to food labels, that kind of thing, just to be aware of yeah. um, the the calories and the macronutrients, that kind of thing. Because, for example, you will get certain breakfast bars, mm. um, and actually, it's like a chocolate bar, or even more calorific with yeah. even more sugar in. I just, I just think they should not be labelled breakfast bars. But it's just stuff like that, or looking at energy balls. Now, most of us don't actually need to eat an energy ball at three pm when we're stuck no. at our desk all day. <laughs> Um, and you know some of those are like 400 calories in that kind of thing Um, it's just getting a bit of an awareness Mm -hmm. but what I was going to say to you is um, so you know you eat your broccoli and rice throughout the week do you try to uh, vary up the vegetables and and the meat because we know that variety is key for gut health and that kind of stuff this is I'm I'm good at variety of vegetables um I'm, I'm pretty much because you know vegetables go out of date pretty quick I'll, I'll buy something and then i'll eat it for the next two days but then i'll buy something yeah. different and then eat that the next two days oh fantastic the only thing i probably am pretty bad at is my protein source um 
I'm just a bit of a tight ass, you know. Like so, when it comes to as you say, Anissi, you're completely right. It links back to your like priorities point. You know, I could spend an extra five for a week and have salmon in some of my meals. Yeah. But, but I choose to get a pint at the end of the week and then get chicken throughout the week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's a personal choice. You could always opt for the uh, cheaper options of omega three, so the anchovies, uh, yep. the herring. They're quite good. Stir them in some pasta. Uh, but we're getting off track now, anyway. So. No, no, I say I, I love it. No, I've, and I, I take I'm sad because my vitamins draw now. I think I take omega three. I've got a multi vitamin and vitamin D oh, as well. Good. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Then if you take an omega-3 supplement, depending on, obviously we know that not all supplements are created equal, mm-hmm. um, but uh, you can tell me which supplement it is afterwards and I'll tell you if it's good enough. <laughs> yeah, it turns out I'm actually killing myself. <laughs> yeah, um, that sounds good though. We all need to be taking vitamin D right now. I mean, there's no sun in the UK. No, this, and I only recently, because I listened to a podcast of like a weightlifting one sort of thing, I sound really boring it, but like, it was a, a one of those podcasts and they started talking about vitamin D. And I started Googling it then and I was like, why Why is this not more promoted? You know, like there's no sunlight in England. We need it. <laughs> I know, I know. And especially because the government advises us to take a uh, vitamin D supplement now. I think they only started advising it last year. Mm. I think it's because of COVID. Um, I mean, the government finally comes out with some nutrition advice, crazy. <laughs> um, but they said to start taking a vitamin D supplement from October, finishing in March. But actually, considering the summer we've had, I've been advising clients to take it in yeah. August on the days where it's grey. And also, if you've got a darker skin tone, then you're going to need to take more as well. Um, oh, is I that advise... how it works? Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, you, you'll likely need to take more. And um, I advise clients to take, um, there's this uh, brand that I love for vitamin D. It's called Better You. And it's a liposomal spray, so it goes straight under the tongue. And um, that means it basically penetrates into our bloodstream much quicker. It doesn't have to go through digestion. Most people Ooh. don't have great digestive systems anyway at the moment. Um, so I love the spray because it goes straight to the bloodstream. It's called Better You. Um, I'll yeah, give that a Google. But um, it's funny and as well, because I've started taking all these things and you do feel them pretty quickly as well. Like, as in, like, you just feel a bit more fresher. I know it sounds stupid. Like, I can tell the days I haven't taken it and the days I have taken something. Yeah, no, it doesn't sound stupid because we believe, why do we believe that uh, a medicine, like a pill, can make us feel better almost instantaneously, Mm. but we don't believe that food can. Um, Yeah, there's this attitude in this country, I think, in terms of the healthcare system, that it's more towards, it's much more geared towards managing symptoms Mm -hmm. and kind of curing rather than preventing. Um, And that's what nutritionists try and do. And that's what you're doing with the supplements and your healthy lifestyle, you're preventing stuff, Mm. which is quite admirable. Right, I have to ask you, Sophie, because it's literally the point of this podcast. Now, PGF, Personal Growth Fridays, we had a little kind of chat. It, in layman's terms, what would you tell younger Sophie? A little life lesson that's helped you kind of, not, it doesn't even have to just necessarily be work. You know, like a lot of mine actually end up trickling into my personal life and stuff as well. I think it's impossible not to. But yeah, so what would be your main PGF to young Sophie Trotman? Oh, okay, that's such a good one. Um... So there's a few. I'm just wondering whether I keep it to the the work side of things. Uh, I would probably say that, uh, what do I say? I'd probably say that 
everything happens in its own time. Like everything mm-hmm. will be fine. Um, when I first graduated in nutrition, I was kind of worried. I would just thought, am I going to get clients, that kind of thing. And now I'm really busy and it's just picking up. And sometimes, some days it's almost too busy and I'm having loads of cool opportunities come my way. Mm-hmm. So I think everything takes time and be patient um especially when because i left tech and then all of my friends were still you know earning really good money that kind of thing and i was being a student not earning and paying for my course and you have to make sacrifices in terms of like i just had to say no i can't come out for dinner Mm -hmm. but i think it's just knowing that that doesn't last forever and um things will improve sorry that's kind of two different things no no i i i think you touched on something really good there about like I like sacrifice, you know, like about kind of like short term loss, but you know, now look at you, now you're doing something that you love and you know, really are passionate about. Yeah. I mean, if you were, I was thinking about what I was going to talk about on this podcast and I was thinking like, if I searched on my WhatsApp, Oh, can't afford it right now. Honestly, there would be so much (laughs) in the past year and a half. It's crazy. There's been so much stuff I haven't been able to do before uh, graduating and building up my practice. But all of that sacrifice is worth it because now I'm helping people on the most important thing, I think, which is their health. And, um, yeah, I just really love it. So I think it is that, uh, yeah, time, just wait. Like, don't be impatient. I think that's the thing. Don't be impatient. It's really good work because everyone always bangs on about living in the now, which I, I do, um, you know, I, I agree with, you know, like you should kind of live in the moment and enjoy it, but there's got to be a balance, you know, like you, you can't live in the now every single second. If I lived in the now every single second, I would be in a pub pretty much 90% of the time and eating what I want and I'd just, I'd, I'd die young, you know, and, and I'd have a terrible life. I'd be skinny, you know, like... It's just not possible. So you, you're kind of hitting now on the head there about like, it's about being patient and looking long-term at times and not just thinking, right, what does now Sophie want to do? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a fine balance because you obviously want to be in the moment, but I think you've got to have that long-term view, yeah. um, especially if you want to have some purpose in your life. It, you know, sometimes you've just got to be patient and wait it out. But I'm, I'm saying this now, like <laughs> in the moment, I was just like, oh God, why it's so unfair? Why did I do this? I should have stayed in sales, all that stuff. So um, yeah, patience. Patience is a virtue, as they say. Love that one. And you're probably speaking to one of the most impatient men on earth. So I, I definitely <laughs> I need to learn that. Um, awesome. All right, well, we could go on forever about talking about things. One quick question. I'm I'm always interested to hear this. So obviously you don't you don't track anything, um, and you're quite you know you're you're intuitive is the, is the word I think everyone likes. Um, what do you do when you go on like a, a big night out or you go for like a massive meal? How do you like balance it out? What's like? Because I reckon there's gonna be a lot of people here who enjoy a Friday and Saturday night of going out for dinner and having a couple of bottles of wine, you know, and then going dancing somewhere. So what what would be kind of like your tip on, I know you, you people should be paying you for this, but you know, like if you, a little no, bit of like advice. Yeah, um, so one thing I will say is I am intuitive with the way I eat now, uh, but I don't necessarily believe in the intuitive eating movement, um, unless it's for those who've had eating disorders. And yeah. the reason for that is that um, because of modern life and our ultra-processed diet and stress and all that kind of stuff, sometimes when we're really not in a great state of health our bodies don't know what they should be eating Mm -hmm. so 
if someone you know is not in optimal health their bodies will crave all the sugary treats all the refined carbs all of that kind of stuff um so i don't actually advise my clients to uh intuitively eat i just give them other guidelines okay anyway. yeah. um but in terms of what i do so because I eat healthily most of the time. Whenever I go out for dinner, I just um, I just go for it. I just yeah. order whatever I like. Um, I drink as well. Um, but the next day, there won't be any restricting. It'll mm-hmm. just be back to healthy habits. Um, yeah. I never skip meals. Um, I always I just think that food is such a joy, mm-hmm. and I love eating out. I love traveling through food um so yeah i just kind of i enjoy it and i advise my clients to enjoy it as well obviously if they have a specific health goal yeah. um for example if they want to lose weight in a certain amount of time i will say okay replace the chips for salad that yeah, kind of yeah. thing. i only have one glass of wine um but for me i just eat whatever i like now when i go out Good. And it's funny, I, I completely agree about the intuitive eating. I think it's absolute nonsense. You know, like I, I love a croissant and almost every single day I sit there and think I'd love to, I'd love a croissant right now. <laughs> but I can't eat a croissant every day, you know, in between breakfast and lunch. You know, like it's, it's just, not, I can't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's even certain strains of bacteria in our gut microbiome, which if they are um, overgrown, it can lead specifically to sugary cravings. Mm. So if someone says to me, um, I have to leave the house at 10 p.m. to go get a chocolate, I think, okay, there might be something going on with your microbiome. Um, There's just so much that can distort what our body should actually be craving. So yeah, intuitive eating. I also think it can be a little bit disempowering as well. Because some people actually do want to see a change and to say, oh, just be really intuitive and it's quite confusing for them. So Mm. yeah, that's my two cents on it. No, I completely agree. And you know, go back to like the the mechanic thing sort of thing. Imagine bringing a car to a mechanic and he's like, no, you'll be able to fix it, you figure it out. You'd be like, fuck off, fuck (laughs) (laughs) off. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Totally agree. Totally agree. Um, Sophie, thank you very, very, very much. Um, I'm definitely going to pick your brain a lot more after this. Um, so yeah, you haven't escaped just yet. But in regards <laughs> for the podcast part, um, thank you. You've been absolutely brilliant. Um, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people in here absolutely intrigued. So where can people find you if they yeah, want sure. help? Thank you so much for having me. This has been such a great conversation. Uh, I could honestly go on for hours. <laughs> uh, so you can find me at Sophie Trotman Nutrition on Instagram. Um, I'll just tell you how to spell my surname because it's a bit odd. It's T-R-O-T-M-A-N. Uh, and then it's, yeah, Sophie Trotman on LinkedIn. And then shock, it's sophietrotmannutrition.com, <laughs> my website. Um, but yeah, I am taking on new clients for October. Um, so yeah, just get in touch if you're interested. Perfect. Anyone here looking to sort their life out pre-Christmas, you have a little fix up of their body before you eat your body weight in <laughs> chocolate. Um, yeah, definitely reach out to Sophie. I've seen some of her work online and it looks absolutely fucking phenomenal. Um, right. Thank you very much, Sophie. You're, you're free. You can escape. Thank you so much.